Welcome to the Dad the Man podcast. If you want more influence with your kids, connection with your wife, and purpose in your life, then you are in the right place. We share conversations with the world's greatest, as well as lessons from the Bible and my own personal experiences. I'm Brendan Wall, and I'm your host. I am married with four kids. I am not the guy with all the answers, but I am in search of them. I want to personally thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you. All right, fellas, welcome back to the Dad the Man podcast. I want to first thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in here today. I know you could spend your time doing anything, listening to any other podcast that's out there, but you've chosen to tune in here today, and I want to thank you for that. You know, I want to thank you for for tuning in to support the show and really for showing up to be a better man, better husband, and better father today. I want to thank you for showing up with that intention. It means the world to me to have you here And again, it's just an honor to have you here listening to the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So what we have today is a solo episode. You are stuck with just me. If you've been following the show for any length of time, you know that we we mix it up. Sometimes we have interviews with the world's best, and sometimes you get solo episodes with me. That's what we have today. And you know, it's funny as my kids have started getting older. I have a six-year-old son, four-year-old son and eight-month-old twins, boy-girl twins. But as my boys start getting older, I'm recognizing that I am parenting them more, right? As when your kids are little, when they're babies, it's it's really babysitting, right? It's, it's keep them alive, keep them fed, keep the diapers clean, make sure they sleep. And then as they get older, you, you climb up this learning curve of, of how do you actually parent a child, influence a child. And the older that my my boys are starting to get, I'm starting to see more and more parallels between the way that I see them and then the way that I imagine God sees me. So I father my boys, God fathers me. And what I want to share with you today is a quick reflection um, of an experience that I had and then a lesson that I've taken from it. And then it's, it's, you know, it's also something that I've been carrying very close to my heart recently, something that I, I think about a lot. But we'll get to that in just a second before I do jump in to today's episode. I do have a quick ask for you. If you have been enjoying the show, if you want to continue to support what we are up to here at Dad the Man, my quick ask is that you will leave us a rating and review and subscribe to the show. Those are the best ways to to, to support what we're up to here. You know, these the ratings, the reviews, the, the subscribes, they are the oxygen that podcasts live on and they allow us to continue moving forward, reaching more people. So if you want to help us, if you want to support us, that's the best way to do it. So thank you for doing that. If you've already done it, high five. Awesome. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Uh, but either way, thank you so, so much again for the support. So let's jump right in to it. So like I was saying before, I'm always thinking about these ways where, you know, I see my kids and and then similarly in a parallel, the way that God sees me. And I think about how that I can apply um, the way that I'm parenting my kids, the things that I see in them, the things that I want to help them with to allow, I guess, God to lead me better as well. So here's a quick story. My son my six-year-old son especially, he loves to fish. He like absolutely loves it. When we go to the beach as a family, once, maybe twice a year, it, it's all he wants to do. My parents have 
a lake condo down in Alabama. We go down there several times a year and my son will stand on the dock all day, every day that we're there and he will fish. He'll have his, his little can of worms and he will pull out brim that are three, four inches long all day long. Um, so for his birthday a year or two ago, I wanted to get him his very own fishing pole, his first fishing pole, like pretty cool gift for a dad to be able to give his son. Right. So I was very excited to, to get him one. And I spent a ton of time looking online. What's, you know, the different models, looking at the different poles, the different sizes, the colors, the types of reels. And then I went to the store and I picked out the perfect one and I got a little tackle box and I, you know, I filled it with the lures, hooks, bobbers, all, all the necessary supplies. And I, I was so pumped to give him this gift. I, I just knew he was, he was going to love it. So on his birthday, we're at the birthday party. We had it at our house and he starts opening his presents, right? So he gets about halfway through and I go out to my car and I grab the new fishing pole that, that I had gotten for him and I bring it inside and I present it to him. Like, you know, like it was the best gift of all time. And again, I, I just knew he was going to love it. Well, when I handed it to him, I was, I was both surprised and quite disappointed when he took the pole, looked it over quickly and set it off to the side and then immediately began ripping through the paper of his next gift. So I pour all that love into the new pole and it seemed to barely even register on his radar that I gave it to him, that he got it. You know what I mean? Um, and I have to admit, I, I was a bit let down. I was honestly, uh, I was, I was a little frustrated. I was like, come on, man. And I can't help but wonder if God feels that way about us sometimes. I, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Everybody knows the scripture, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Now, I was pretty emotionally invested in that fishing pole, but I imagine being God, like sending your son to be brutally murdered on public display for the redemption of the world from its sin, for the redemption of you and me from our sin, for the seal of our salvation in a way so that it not, not only do we not have to earn it, we can't earn it. All we have to do is accept it. Romans 10, 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's, that's all you have to do. You just have to accept it. Like he's already picked up the tab for all of us. And, and I imagine what it must be like for God giving that gift and seeing that be rejected by people. Like imagine giving that gift and then, and then hearing the human complaints of the world. You know, we complain about our, our circumstances and being too busy and being too tired. We complain about not having enough money. We complain about, you know, so-and-so is doing better than me in the, in this area of life. And, and we complain about this and that. I mean, just imagine giving that gift and then hearing constantly nonstop about the obsessive worries and anxieties of the world. How much do we hear about about worry and anxiety in the world right now. And the truth is that worry and anxiety, all they do is expose our lack of faith. 
But imagine giving the gift of eternal salvation and seeing it being placed to the side and disregarded. I'm not here to tell you that your problems aren't real, but I am here to remind you that God is real and he's greater than your problems, period, the end. And when you live a life built on a relationship with Jesus, built on the word of God, built on faith, then the things that we worry about, the things that we're anxious about, the things that we complain about, they just, they pale in comparison. And then they leave us with the peace that surpasses all understanding. Even if it feels hard and you feel like your faith is being tested and you feel like your faith is small and you feel like you are hanging on by a thread, that's okay. That is okay. God knew that we were going to feel this way because in Matthew 17, 20, Jesus says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. God knew that we were going to feel this way. God knew that we were going to have these periods of time where our faith feels small. And he knows that because he's the one testing our faith. And I think it's very important that we remember that. It's how we show up in the times of the test. That's what matters. We have to remember the gift that God has given us. He woke us up today and he's offered us salvation. All we have to do is accept these things. Now, I told you at the beginning of the episode that this is something that I've been thinking about a lot recently, something that I've been holding close, thinking that I've been something that I've been reminding myself of a lot recently. And this message, this is, I share this with you, but this is for me. I might as well be talking to myself in the mirror because nobody needs this message today more than me. Because I, I am a worrier. People see me as being laid back. And honestly, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm very laid back for the most part, but I do worry about things. And as far as my own personal development goes, like this is it. I am working on worry. I'm working on anxiety. I'm working on not stressing over the things that I can't control and just letting God do his thing. To say it more simply, I'm working on my faith. You know, I worry about money a lot. That's something that, that I worry about. You know, I'm, I'm a young leader of my family. I've got four kids and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I worry about money. That's, I worry about those resources. I worry about the things that could go wrong and, and what my family would do. You know, I worry about not making enough money. I worry about the pile of medical bills that's quickly piling up in the corner of my kitchen. You know, I, I worry about two sides of the same coin. I worry about my kids being young and wanting to spend the money to, to create memories with them and create adventure with them and, and, and build relationship with them. And, you know, to some extent that can require some resources to, to go do the things that I want to do with my kids and do with my wife while we, we are young and create those memories with my family. But then I also worry about not making enough money, not setting aside enough money or investing enough money for, you know, for my family for later on, right? Am I spending too much now? Am I putting up away enough? I, I argue with myself over it's, it's two sides of the same coin. I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. It's that sort of thing. It's worry, 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 right? And, and that's a bit of a tangent, but I put that out there and, and I hope that you could feel 
the frustration that's really just organically coming up as I'm talking about it to show you that this is something that I worry about, something that I very intentionally and actively need to work on. But I think about this in my head, similarly to me giving my son the fishing pole and, and him setting it aside, right? I think about myself, God hands me his gifts, salvation, grace, peace, the ability to live another day today. And I want to set that aside to focus on worrying instead. That's, that's not what I want to be doing. That's not how I want to receive the gifts that God is giving me, but I'm working on it. I am actively working on it. And, and you may be wondering, how do you work on that? You pray, read the Bible, build a relationship with Jesus, lean into your faith, trust your faith, trust God. That's it. You know, God woke me up this morning and gave me life today as a gift. And I I sure do hope that I get the same gift tomorrow. (laughs) But the truth is that that isn't guaranteed. Our days are numbered. We will not live forever. And for me, it's recognizing how precious this gift is, right? To even have the opportunity to get out of bed this morning. That frames my day that in, in my morning, and it's the cornerstone. It's the cornerstone of, of gratitude. You know, everybody wants to talk about gratitude, but I think the way that you do that is by thanking God for the, for the air in your lungs, for the sight in your eyes, for the strength in your legs, the spirit in your heart. Like if God wakes you up with life today, don't complain about having to get out of bed. Let me say that again. If God wakes you up with life today, don't complain about having to get out of bed. Instead, just say thank you. Thank God that you got me out of bed today. So I want to encourage you all to do a few things. Number one, first and foremost, I have to put this out there. If you have not accepted your salvation by accepting Jesus in your life, start there. It will cost you nothing. It will give you everything. And if you want help with this, please, 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 please reach out to me. I will pray with you. My the Instagram handle is at dad.the.man. You can reach out to me there. I will put my cell phone number, my personal cell phone numbers in the show notes. Like text me. I will respond. Uh, I'm here. I will respond. That's the first thing. Number two, I want you to consider where you may be rejecting God's gifts in your life. What is it in your life that you're rejecting his gifts for? Like I said, for me, it's, it's worrying about money. It's, you know, complaining about getting out of bed too early in the morning. Like it's, it's simple, silly things. Maybe for you, it's something similar. Maybe for you, it's, it's a habit or maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's something else, but whatever it is, audit yourself, consider it and pray about it. And if you want help with that, again, like I said, reach out to me. My DMs are open. My cell phone number is in the show notes. If you text me, if you DM me, I will respond. I promise. I'd be honored to help you or talk to you about anything that we've covered today or anything else. But, man, I love you guys. Until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See you.